Very nice to see you all. It's been a little while since we've been on here. So make sure that you're commenting and sharing and getting on this amazing live. It's going to be fun tonight. This is actually a very special edition. Why? Because it's real life, which is me and Trisha. And we have an amazing guest, Paul McFadden, who we are going to be talking everything property, everything business and finance. So if you do have any questions, make sure you get your questions in here quick. You want to do it quickly so we can get them listed and get them answered for you. But here's the first thing I want you to do. First of all, it's bank holiday. So where are you on this bank holiday? Whereabouts are you? Let this be the test of who is here and who is looking to find out more about property, more about business, more about finance. And hey, listen, I think I think this discussion panel that you have in front of you today is open to answering anything. I'm sorry that I spoke on behalf of everybody, but I think we're open yeah, to answering anything. You know, because look, I don't know who came up with this first, but how you do anything is how you do everything. And when it comes to business or property or your finances or even your relationship or your family, Listen, there are no problems in those areas. There are only personal problems that reflect in those areas. I'm on the beach in Tenerife. Awesome. Good. I love your commitment. Wi-Fi on the beach. Who would have thought it? Yeah, <laughs> people in the airport. Hey, look, this is awesome. You're just about to board your flight, so maybe you won't see everything. Hey, awesome. You're in Preston. Need some help starting your property business. Well, you're in the right place, my friend. So if you have any specific questions, let us know quickly so we can get them listed down. But right, okay, this is where you are. But now what I want you to do is I want you to tag some people. So tag some other people so you at least give them the option and the chance to see this for themselves. And don't worry about if they're going to get annoyed or anything like that. Hey, look, everything happens for a reason. And if you decide or then their name comes up, I want to see who can tag the most people. I want to see who can tag the most people right now. And share it in a place where you think this will be valuable. Hey, Sean. Hey, Louise. Hey, Ryan. Awesome to have you on here. So you need to tag as many people as possible who you know, who at least just want to, you want to give the option for them Absolutely. to learn more about property, investing, business, how to run things as a business, and finance, and anything else you might want to ask around this subject that is awesome, that is creating a lot of freedom for a lot of different people. Awesome. So well done, Sean, Ryan. And I love this. We were, talk, we were talking about this earlier, which which is what I quite love, is that we, we didn't realize it was the bank holiday today because <laughs> that's, that's kind of what's happened to us these days. I remember the times where I was really looking forward to my Friday and I was like, yeah, oh, my God, my weekend's coming. I can't wait. Then I get to do what I want with my life for those two days. And now it's like bank holiday. Oh, God, sorry, because I'm trying to ring my builders and my agents and everything, trying to get everything caught up because we've been away and, and nobody's answering. And I'm like, what's going on with everyone? It's Monday. What's going on? But it's because it's bank holiday Monday. And I was like, oh, God, technically, yeah, it's a Sunday for everyone, isn't it? So that's what's going on. And this is, listen, if you want to be in this position for yourself where you forget that it's a bank holiday because you're just living life full time and enjoying yourself and doing what you want when you want, then absolutely get your questions in here and ask a way as to how you can do it for yourself because we did it. We were in a position 
you know, only two and a half years ago where we were in jobs full time. We had to look forward to bank holidays off and weekends off. And now it's like we, we're just living our purpose. It's actually our anniversary today as well. It's our 14 year anniversary. <laughs> and today we're just excited. And Trisha booked amazing. in on this day. Yeah, Trisha booked this uh, session for today. So I didn't get anything in the neck or anything like that because it wasn't anything to do with me. So look, questions coming in. So that's awesome. Keep tagging people. You need to give people the opportunity to at least see if this is something they want to hear, this is something they want to see, this is something they want to take part in. But right now, I want to get straight into it, get, get the discussion going. This tonight, my friends, is a discussion on various topics around property investing, building business in property, uh, finance, and anything else that you guys might want to ask that we, we might stray on to. Because that's all, all that happens, and, and it's good. And we're here to give you whatever it is you need, not just what we think you need. So whatever it is you need, you let us go. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring uh, Paul on, and he's going to do a quick introduction for himself so he can let you know who he is. And uh, then we're going to get straight into the discussion. So let us bring Paul on. I think we're getting quite good at this now. So, hey. Yes, there he is. Hey, Paul. Hello. So, so comment if you How can see we? Paul. Is he on here? Can you see him? Let me see your comments. Let me see your comments. Can you hear us okay, Paul? Yes. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, guys. 15 years. Wow. wow. Thank you very thank much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, listen, we want to... Um, get an introduction from you first just so people know who you are what your experience is so if you if you want to do that then we'll get straight into it great great so thanks for having me on you guys are, are awesome and we met, we met what about a month or so ago we were down we're, at the, down the sky the, studios the, recording to our sky studios must have met you guys made it very entertaining which was must have you guys made it very entertaining and then yes in my background is property related property young age of 19 young age of so this has been me involved in property years now and yes so from the accent from the accent you probably hear i'm based up north in Scotland, however, we do a lot of business throughout the UK and um, throughout Europe and in Central America, where my wife is from in Costa Rica. So we we do have a number of different property businesses, um, other businesses as well. But over the last what, 12 so years, we can jump into some of this stuff on tonight's call or any questions or so forth. You know, it's just started off the usual way and building up a property portfolio, really using other people's money. I had no money. Of my own when I got started, and then um, that was a bit of a journey, sort of a journey, um, building that up. And over the last few years, we've built up um, several different related property businesses, and really over the last few years, we've started to get involved in a new build development, acquiring a lot of land, um, having our own property fund as well, which we do um, a lot on that side of things, and we have our education side of the business as well, which we do. Uh, high level recap. Uh, enough about me. High level you guys recap. Can get some uh, me. I'm happy to questions or just discuss and talk about anything. Awesome. So let's just. Um, I think some people are saying there's an echo. Is that echo still there? Now you can't hear anything. Now you're gonna tell. You need to tell me. You need to tell me quickly. You need to comment quickly. 
There's too much echo. Let's just. Um, what we got? What we got? You just speak for a second, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, Paul. You definitely Scottish. Somebody said, ask him to slow down. <laughs> That's it. Yes, I it. So hold on. Is there still an echo, guys? Why? Why is this? Sorry, I was just checking it for myself. But yeah, and is it there is. an echo? Is yeah, it bad? Absolutely. There's still an echo. You need to say yes. There's an echo, or yes, it's cool. Yeah. Yes, echo. Okay. So let's. Um, uh, we're gonna have to drop the. Um, we're gonna drop the zoom. Okay. So we're just gonna drop out of that. Shame. But hey, how is that now? Can you hear us, Paul? If you speak now. Hello. Can you hear us? I yeah. can hear you guys. Can you hear me? Yeah. I yes. can hear you. Okay. So guys, let us know, let us know if this is good. Is this good now? Is this good? Can you hear? Is the echo gone? Let us know. Comment, comment. Yeah, the echo's gone. Are you sure? Yeah. You speak. Uh, they're saying it's from Paul's side. So you speak, Paul, but yeah, you just listen. Thanks, Simo. Good my side. Hello, hello. Okay, so I think you guys are saying it's okay now. Is it good? That's better, people are saying. Yeah, it's good. Excellent. It's good. Yes, it's, it's fine. good even from Paul's side. Yeah. Okay, awesome. We got, the, listen, good. this is the great thing about what we do is that nothing ever goes to plan, really, but you roll with the challenges and you find a solution. So we found a solution. All good. All good. All good. All good. All good. So unfortunately, just in short, because I think of the echo, people couldn't really understand a lot about it but Paul is a fantastic individual he, what he was saying was that he started out in property when he was 19 very similarly to us um, very early on so very very big in the industry lots of experience 13 years in property so lots and lots of exciting and um, big information that he can share and lots of um, amazing advice that he can give as well alongside us so we can awesome. have a good chat tonight. So the big discussion is um, we've been seeing a lot of comments, a lot of people have been asking. I know there's a lot of uh, people who are not who are just on the sidelines, not even playing the game, who want to comment on this subject as well. But it is of interest to everybody. So let's get everybody's opinion on what is this whole thing about recession coming and it's going to crash and then everybody get goes bankrupt? So what, what's your opinion on this, Paul? Yeah, well, the recession's coming, that's for sure. There's no question about that. But a funny thing I always say, I always say to, to people that I work with or those who are thinking about getting involved in property is that you don't have a property business if it's cycle-dependent. So you want to make sure because property, there's many different strategies. You want to make sure that you understand which strategy is the best to use in whatever market condition it is. So over the last few years, we've seen a buoyant market. London's an exception to that because London has really been affected with the whole chat about Brexit and so forth. And they're still trying to figure out what the heck's going on there anyway. But you don't <laughs> have a business. <laughs> you, you really don't have a business if it's just cycle dependent you know arguably it's easier to make money in property right now than ever before 
And for those who are serious about property and with all the indicators pointing towards a recession that will definitely happen inside the next 24 months, hey, it could be in the next six, 12 months, no one's got a crystal ball, but there's a lot of indicators and we can dig in a little bit deeper. Uh, the reason why I believe there's going to be a recession, it's very different to what was happening in 2008. But regardless, uh, you need to get that, that advantage, that edge now. The last thing you want to be doing for anybody who's thinking about getting involved in property is wait until it's too late. Now, it's never too late, but you want to get that edge. You want to start building things up now. You want to start getting your reputation out there, making connections, networking with the right people, getting the right knowledge, starting things off. So you have that edge when things start to turn. So uh, that's something I always say to people. You need to get the right knowledge and you don't have a property business if it's cycle dependent. Awesome. So, so what in brief, just in brief, what are the indicators and what is different from last time? Yeah, so 2008, it was all about subprime mortgages. So those in the UK will understand and remember Northern Rock days where mortgages, they were given at 120% loan to value. Mm. So just to help those who are maybe not familiar with property, that means if your property's worth 100,000, Northern Rock would give you 120. And that's how crazy it was, you know? So they weren't just giving you, they, they were basically paying you money for, for buying a house. It's stupidity and what you're going to see different this year round is that the crash because the tipping point in 2008 was Lehman Brothers going down but this time it's going to be one of the European banks whether it's Deutsche Bank or one of the Italian banks and then you've got so much craziness happening in China right now as well so China's going to be the tipping point you're going to see Europe is in for a massive shock you know, you've got Germany right now that's negative interest rates, uh, which that means if you put, uh, if you've got 100,000 pounds in the bank, at the end of a year, you have lost money. It's crazy to think. And what that is, is to try and stimulate the economy. It's to get people to take money out of their bank and to spend the money that no one's spending. So you're really seeing uh, a lot of issues throughout Europe right now. There's a lot of panics and so forth. The G7 summit was today or over the weekend, and it seems like Donald Trump is figuring things out with China. I love or hate the guy. It doesn't matter whether, you know, all the chatter that he's saying and what he's talking about, he's taking all the credit right now for the, the, the US economy being booming and so forth. But no president is responsible for that. This is all economics playing itself out. And you what you probably noticed if you're interested in this kind of stuff and i am and maybe i'm just sad but i am interested in all this kind of stuff but you see all the democrats at the democrat debates all talking about this global recession that's coming and over a 72 hour window you saw all the news outlets in the states so many publications online talking about a global recession when a week ago there was very little chat and the reason why, and this is all getting played out, is because the Democrats want to be back in power. So they are using the whole reason, the fact that we are going into a recession regardless, they want to blame it all on Donald Trump because Donald Trump is good at taking credit for how good the economy is, but can he take the credit for when it goes down? Then they want to blame Donald Trump for being the man, but no president is responsible. So it's just fascinating to watch all of this stuff. Um, I keep a pulse on the market. But I love the Warren Buffett quote, and that is, be fearful when others are greedy, 
and be greedy when others are fearful. So mm. for me, um, one of my biggest regrets, and I don't have many, was that during the 2008 recession, when we were into 2009, 10, it was like a few years where it was not so pretty. I should have went more aggressive. You know, I made too much money far too quick. And when you're young and a little bit silly when it comes to money management and too much money coming in, you kind of do the wrong things. And I just blew my brains out spending too much money, buying the flash cars, the house, you know, spending money like there was no tomorrow. And thankfully, I did invest a portion of it. But what I should have done is went more aggressive because I was picking up unbelievable deals. I was helping so many people that got themselves into a tricky situation. I was helping build so many people's portfolios as well as my own and ultimately built my property business. And I'm going to make sure that I'm positioned right now to take full advantage of when the market starts to change. But we're still utilizing the strategies that are working today because what you do want through a recession is you want freaking cash flow. You've got to have cash flow. And mm -hmm. if anybody thinks their job is a form of cash flow, then trust me, when the economy stops spending and things start getting hit, there will be layoffs all over the place, you mm -hmm. know? So you've really got to be aware. Now, just to quickly touch on something, guys, because everyone panics about what happens if the banks don't lend any more money and if the banks fail. Well, the ones that are going to fail are your high street traditional banks, the ones have already had government bailouts. And if anybody is going to them for lending, that's the last place you would go. So all your challenger banks, they're going to thrive through this because they've been lending money responsibly and doing things very well. Uh, we have our own fund. We'll be going more aggressive if a recession happens because we're lending to property professionals, those that have a track record, those that are doing things right. Hence why getting started now to build up that track record over the next six to 12 months, 24 months, you'll be very well positioned. So it's exciting times. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, because we see the comments all the time, about um, oh, when the recession comes, that's it. If you're in negative, if you're in negative equity, and it's like, isn't there just one simple thing that a negative equity is only a problem if I need to sell, or am I missing something? Because yeah, it's like, if I don't need to sell my house, who cares what it's worth at this time? If it's paying me money, I don't need like what's the what's the problem? And like you say. And we'll move on to what strategies uh, uh, are most lucrative in which in which uh, cycles uh, in a moment. But like um, there are strategies that work no matter what is happening. You know, like we when people come to our training, we don't just say you know do this, do that. It, it's like you're going to learn principles, not oh the market is like this right now, so let's invest like this. Because if something changes, and I see it all the time, not just in property but in any business that people uh, have their strategy that is reliant on a way something works, like a way a Facebook algorithm works or the way a bank lends money, you know, or the way that you can buy and refinance, you know, within a couple of days, you know, like all of those things, people like <laughs> people's strategies were reliant on that particular process or regulation or rule. And as soon as something, something changes, that's it. They're finished. So it's like you, there is a strategy and there are ways to make money, whether it's going up, down, sideways, circles, it doesn't matter. But obviously, like you say, you just got to know 
what it is that you are doing. Because and also you, diversify. Like we always say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't just have one. Like we have seven, eight different areas that we invest in in different strategies. So we're we're totally diversifying ourselves so that if something does change in a particular area, then we'll just uplift this area a bit more. But a lot of it, like Mark was saying about, well, if if it goes down and you're then in negative negative equity, well, a lot of what we create is like a business asset. And like generally what we'll do is refinance them on a 10 year fixed mortgage with a commercial bank who lend responsibly, like you say. So we, we, we're we good for 10 years. We know, especially when a recession hits, that that particular asset is gonna be fantastically lucrative even still because it's affordable living for people at the same time. So it creates cash flow for us, affordable living for them because it's, a recession hits, it's even worse to find somewhere to live for these people. And we're creating those affordable assets but high cash flow, which is exactly what you need, like you said, in the recession. But this so. is why being a true business person yeah, is, treating it like is, business. Is, is this is this I don't know what you want to call it, the skill, the key, the secret, or what? Because at the end of the day, we can all look out for these things that may happen. And I know you say a recession is coming, but the truth is nobody knows. You know, if if it's gonna happen, it does happen. If it's tomorrow, if it's you know, one year, two years, five years, I mean, who actually knows? I don't think I don't think anybody knows. No, it's, it's happening. No, there's there's many many economists talking about this. Highly respected people that would not say something if it wasn't happening. So no one knows the day that it's going to be announced. But here's the indicator: you must have two negative quarters to be declared a recession, and we haven't had one negative quarter yet. So there's four quarters of the year. So we've got one more quarter left, and if it's announced that we have had um, a, a negative GDP, then that puts us into notice. But you need two consecutive quarters to have dropped before you declared in a recession. So watch out for the next indicator, which will be over the next few months. And if we are, pretty sure it will be inside the next six months. If it doesn't, it'll be the middle or the end of next year. So even yeah. when you see the first indicator, it needs to be two quarters in a row. And it doesn't mean that when we go into a recession, the overnight house prices just get slashed by X percent. It's going to be a slow process. It's not like overnight things drop. So, so this is where people need to stop panicking because let's say it was six months from now that we are declared to be in a recession because we've had two negative quarters. That doesn't mean it's just done. That doesn't mean that overnight house prices drop X percent. That will happen over years. So this is why people are sitting there waiting. It's just fucking crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and yes. I, I, I totally get that. And one one part of me says that, okay, yeah, this is going to happen. It may happen. It may not happen. But but at the end of the day, we I've, don't I've, yeah, it. because I've been in yeah. business, and I don't know if it's once or twice, definitely once, uh, 2008. And uh, if you are a business person, and you're working off principles that have always worked and always will work, which has been able to produce income, which has been able to build teams, which has been able to systemize and manage things. And then no matter what happens, you're going to be able to make money. It's just no matter what happens. I mean, and, and I'll tell you why. It's because there's always things that you just cannot account for. You just cannot account for what may happen. Even in individual, pro I don't know about you, Paul, I'm sure that it's the same, but like individual property projects, 
even like cookie cutter kind of things like flipping, you know, doing HMOs where we've done many, many of the same type of deal. There are still things in each and every individual deal that you just can't account for that happens. I know that's on a tiny scale compared to a whole economy, but they're just, a th they're just things that you cannot account for. But I like what you say. What's the point in waiting? Like, what are you waiting for? But, it, but it's that negative mindset that really just holds people back because it's like... And that I, puts you in the recession in the first place. Exactly, because they're focusing on it. But equally, at the same time, I liked what Paul said before about, you know, people... This is what we say to our investors, the so people that we work with that invest in our deals, people that invest in our students' deals and things like that. They are losing it. So even if they're not with, you know, you, the banks in Germany and Europe, Europe and things like that that you were talking about, but the ones that have got money in the bank, they're making little to nothing. But actually, even if they are making 8.3% or whatever in the bank, they are losing money because currency is going down. So it's like you, unless you're making your money work for you and actually investing and growing it to obviously working on property deals, things like that, where you can get... 10 plus percent annually on some fantastic deals working brilliantly as long as you do your due diligence and you've worked the deal and made sure it works for you yeah but regardless of whether it's whatever percent it's like even if even someone in a job because a lot of people and we i don't know about the kind of people that come to your trainings for but like people who come to us sometimes we have people who are in very like they call comfortable jobs you know over a hundred grand a year and it's like they think you know you know they're comfortable but if a, someone is in that type of job anyway and they have that kind of mindset, then I'm sure they can transfer over to business, especially if they come to our training and, and, and they go through some of the processes that we teach because once you realize the potential of what you can earn, then you've got to realize that this costing me money. If I'm earning 100 grand a year, but I could be making you know a million, you know, it's costing me 900K. And it's like, if you look at it like that, and, and you can do it in less time. Because let's face it, Absolutely. most jobs, it's like, it's a time trade-off, isn't it? It's a time trade-off. I've got to put so much time in and then I pay yeah. so, so much money. You know, in property, you know, sometimes if we want to work for a week. Yeah, go on. Sorry, carry on. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, if we want to work all week, you know, flat out 18 hours a day, then we do that. If, you know, next week we want to do two hours a day because we want to spend time with our kids, then we do that. Like, in a job, it's not really realistic. It's just not possible. Yeah, I mean, the, the idea when you're investing in property is people think you need lots of money. Now, I'm testament to that that you don't because when I got started in property, I never had any money. I mean, what 19-year-old has money? You know, when I was 19, I was already in student debt. I'd already maxed out credit cards and loans, and I wasn't investing that money. I was spending that on things that you stupidly do when you're 19 <laughs> and 20. But thankfully, the investment I made was an investment in myself in terms of getting um, education because I had to work on my mindset and so forth. But then when you start to get some business principles when you've been in the game for quite some time and having a roller coaster, what you start to realize, and this is what we teach, and I'm sure you guys are the same, is that you can either raise money, you can use other people's money, investors' money, you can creatively structure the deal because you're putting no money in. But the key is, is that from the initial pot of cash, if you're buying with the right principles, doing the right due diligence, more importantly, having the right investment criteria, then you have none of your own money at risk. Because the whole idea is in this quickest and shortest period of possible time is to get your money back out. So my whole portfolio could lose 
70% overnight, 100%, it can lose 100% of its value and it makes no difference because all of my money is out of the portfolio and it's still producing an income. So that's the key. Now, it's not going to drop 100%, that's just ludicrous, but there will be a drop. You're going to find London will have the, the, the biggest drop in the UK, mainly because it never had a correction during 2008. It just kept on going. So it's the last couple of years. And by the way, that should be exciting for people. Yes, I know. I was just about to say, yes, bring it to me. Because yeah. <laughs> everybody says, oh, I wish I could you know, have invested in London five years ago or 10 years ago. Well, you're going to get your chance very soon <laughs> over the next few years. You know, And it's not something where... Um, you know, you're only going to get a short period of time to make it happen. This is going to be the sale of a century, you know, and we only get one shot of this. I'm not talking about a recession. There will be many more recessions in our lifetime, but this is the 80-stroke 90-year cycle where they're talking it's going to be a Great Depression. And what separates a Great Depression between a recession, it just means it's going to be a longer period of recovery. And that just means there's a much bigger period for wealth to be created. You know, all the greatest companies, wealth was created during recessions. You can get back in history and study this stuff. I've spent copious amounts of time. This is just one bookcase, but I've spent so much time studying people who have created wealth. That's why I've got wealth at the end of my name, Paul McFadden, wealth, because I studied what makes people wealthy and I've applied it in my businesses. And it's in times like this is where serious wealth is created. It's exciting. Definitely is, definitely is. And <clears throat> this whole mindset of when things tighten up, I think that is what causes the length or the, I don't know what you want to call it, damage or whatever it is, because people stop spending which means if I'm not buying stuff, then the people I normally buy stuff off are not making any money, which means if they're not making any money, they can't buy stuff. So the people that they buy off, you know, it's like, it's like, I got the advice from Grant Cardone, you know, he said, you know, some people, they say, I got my first pound I ever earned, you know, and I keep it. And he, and he said, the thing is, if you're just holding on to your money, you're not making room for new money and more money. And I didn't, I didn't get it for ages. And then it makes sense that like the more you let it go, the more it comes back to you. But for the way we are brought up in the education system and the society and all the media that tells you, that just doesn't make sense. But when you understand it, it makes perfect sense. You've got to let it go so that then it comes back. And, you know, when you do that, you realize that it comes back more. And it comes back more, especially in property, you know, joint venturing, using other people's money. People are like, why, why do you keep using other people's money? And it's like, I don't mind because other people getting rich. Like, I don't mind other people getting rich because it's, it's more that's flowing. And, you know, and if I tie everything up and I'm not using other people's money and, and a sexy deal comes along and I'm not, I'm not known in the market for borrowing other people's money producing good outcomes yeah. yeah successful projects if i'm not known for that and then i need it then i'm you know probably not going to get it because i'm going to come across desperate and that's what a lot of people do and just going back to what you're saying before about this whole people waiting or you know is it going to drop should i buy it then i'm not going to buy now it's at the peak and all the rest of it there's there's one there's one secret people say there's no secrets 
you know, hard work and all the rest of it. And I mean, that might be true, but the, the secret is you've got to be in the game. That's why I believe the secret is because if, if you're in the game, at least you do something and you can test, you can tweet, you go again. You can correct and then continue, correct and continue. Just keep doing that. If you're not in the game and something changes, it's not real. You've not learned. You know the people who are waiting and say, oh, I wish I bought five years ago. If they're going to go and invest now, it's like, yeah, but you don't know how you're going to be in this situation because you're not emotionally involved. There's no, no emotion. There's no like skin in the game. So you don't know how you're going to be. You don't know that you would have invested. You don't know you'd have made those decisions. And then you go in. It's, it's like you, you like you said, you, you were in at 19. I mean, we started uh, by, we bought a house to live in at 19, but we didn't start investing in property until 2017. So, you know, if you want to look at time, some people might say that this is quite a short time that we've been in. And some people even question, how can we, you know, even train someone after this amount of time? And, you know, my clear answer to that is it doesn't matter what the subject is. My skill is training people you know, whatever it is. And that's, and that's how, that's how we got through recession. Last time I was in a software business selling a luxury product. It was a luxury, definitely not a necessity. And um, through training people in the business, training people to sell, training people, customer service, that was, that was the key. And uh, I don't know why you got into the training, you know, business, but, that, but I kind of was accidentally in there because, I just became a trainer through it's the way it was the way for our business to survive this training people like people say i want to hire the best people you know who, who are these people they're already doing it for themselves you know you got to create the people that was our yeah. method anyway i don't know what your thoughts are on that yeah yeah before i get into that just to touch on i mean i just bought two properties last week i've got four more going through um, this week so i'm not stopping so i'm primarily for myself doing buying flips. So some people may say, well, why on earth are you doing buying, buying flips? Because you make money when you buy. <laughs> if anybody thinks you're just going into an estate agent and saying, I'll have that one and I'll pay whatever you're asking for it. I mean, that that's you just acting like the amateur. There's got to be a lot of thought process around. You know, I'm sure you guys will teach that stuff. We teach that as well to make sure that you're cherry picking the best deals and all that kind of stuff. I mean, in short, for me getting involved in the, the training side of things, you know, I made my first million at the age of 25. I lost that at the age of 26 because I blew my brains out. <laughs> and then I realized, well, wait a wee minute, I, I need to, I need to get my head screwed on. I need to Did you have a wee swally? I had many wee swallies. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 was my, that was my problem, you know? Uh, partying Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, hungover for the start of the week. And I realized I had to, to build a business and then I, I built things back up relatively quickly. And so by the age of 27, I started building things and starting to have that much more you know, stable. And I had people reaching out and saying, Paul, you've made the money, you've lost the money, you've made it. Can you show me what you've been doing? So I would just help some people at the beginning. And one thing I always believe is you've got to place value in your knowledge. I've invested hundreds of thousands. I'm not talking about a few thousand, I'm talking about hundreds of thousands. I have millionaire and billionaire mentors and they come at a price, their knowledge. And sometimes it's just one little piece of knowledge that makes the biggest difference. 
So I know the power of investing myself. I always go with the attitude is you don't know what you don't know. And ignorance is not bliss in 2019. You've got so much resources available at your fingertips. And for me, um, I then started placing value on that and I would charge for my time. And um, thankfully our brand has grown and you know, and I've got to speak on some phenomenal stages. I'm speaking at the, the European Real Estate Convention in Poland um, this month I'm in Dublin. You know, I come down and visit you guys. I was in London the weekend there. I just love, just like you guys, listen, it's a passion thing. If it's one thing I could do, to the day I die, it would be education and training people, not just in property, but in wealth creation. And I don't care what anybody says, you've got to place value on your knowledge. So if you guys have had rapid success in the first couple of years or the last couple of years, that comes with value. And Absolutely. people should pay for that. Because uh, what's taken me 13 years to build a business, I'm helping people do that. And a fraction of the time, I'm jealous at how quick your success is in comparison to the long success it took me. This is so what we said. We've got people doing deals them. in our yeah. tribe that are bigger than we've even done because that's what we want. We, you know, what their outcome is and what they want is very different to what we want. And as long as they're doing what they want to do, we'll give them the tools and they just go do it and they're just smashing it. It's, it's such a – that in itself is a massive win for us because we get to see their success and we want people – people to succeed not be like you know we we totally agree with you on the investing in yourself and the trainers we are as well we have like five six different coaches mentors right now that are multiple success in lots of different industries because we like to get all different facets of training like combine them to create the kind of success that we did and obviously we wanted to do it quite fast because I was extremely eager to get out my job fast I was pregnant with our third daughter Mark was doing crazy hours at work and I was like I've had enough so we were like I said yeah but um, I want to get out by here and they were like uh and that's a bit quick and oh two deals is is too much for the uh, somebody first in it you have seven and I went yeah and I'm keeping all of them like when we first began because I was like hang on I'm eager I'm gonna do it and I'm, I'm gonna make sure it works and it's all about investing in the right people to surround yourself with the right networks like you said with your training you've got to invest and, yeah. I, and I tell you what it is 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 there's always i always see it in the industry or maybe it's my own little voice but there's always a little voice of someone sometimes they don't invest anything and they're just like oh this is a scam other people are like they invest and then they do a little bit and they're like oh yeah i've i've, I've invested now so that's cool you know my my method I'll, I'll just speak for myself is i will never not have a coach that, that's for me not having a coach is crazy like you say, it's that one gem. And and I used to, when I first started investing, I was like measuring like, oh my God, it cost me this much per session. You know, what did I get from this session? Is this even worth it? And that's, that is a stupid mindset to have. I, I was just being a tight ass, you know, thinking that, you know, it's that instant gratification <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's crazy because at the end of the day, you know, now in the last couple of years, we spent well over 200 grand on coaching, training, you know, mentoring and all of that. And, and it's like, I don't, I don't regret anything. And we'll continue of, to do yeah, so because it's made us. Yeah, I don't regret anything times because more. at the end of the day, whatever happens in the market, and this is why it's so important because whatever happens in the marketplace, you can't take that away from me. You know, you can't, you, you can take my money, we can lose some money, you could lose some houses, who cares? You can't take away, you know, my knowledge, you know, the development of me, of who, who I am, the person I am. The ability to do yeah, it again. Yeah, the ability to do it again. You know, it's not a problem. It's the mindset, you know, Donald Trump. 
you know, made all the money, lost all the money, made it all again. Yeah, you know, and this more money than he made before. His, his, his age, everyone gives him the stick. You can say what you want about it. But he's this an amazing business man. This guy's a legend doing what he's doing at this age. He's just, he's just having fun. And, you know, he's <laughs> wanted to add value to people while he's doing it as well. And he just wanted to be a president for a lap, yeah. really, just to prove that he could. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's just, business, it's business people are probably the best people to be in that position, isn't it? in my opinion. Yeah, it's just my opinion. I mean, what's your opinion on, like... There's a funny quote that I, I read and relating to, to business or, or being in a job or being an entrepreneur, and it was, um, what if I invest in my staff and then they leave me? And oh, the response I know this quote. Was, I love this. What if you don't invest in them and they stay? <laughs> yeah. So business people know, they understand, we invest tens of thousands of pounds in our staff so even staff need to get new knowledge and education so you know most people when they're thinking no will i pay for that knowledge to learn about x and whatever they need to ask themselves has their employer that's not that's just assuming that most people are working in a full-time job i know that's not the case but has the employer ever invested in you you know, so it's the same principles, but there is no better investment than you can ever make in yourself because it's your knowledge. You could take all my portfolio away from me. You know, you could take all my wealth, everything away from me, but you can't take my knowledge. And that's how you hear so many stories of successful people for whatever reason, they've lost it and built it back up in a rapid period of time. Absolutely. And I love that because I think there is a quote and I can't think of it, but it's something along the lines of treat your employees and grow them so that they can leave, but treat them so well that they, they don't want to leave. So like grow entrepreneurial spirit in your business and treat them so well that they don't want to leave because they want to be part of the mission. They want to grow with the mission. Amazing. Listen, I've got one more thing on this subject, and then we want to do some quick fire uh, answers, some questions that people have you know, commented. But what I see it all the time, there's a lot of haters out there that say, you know, scam, this, that, the other. I mean, I'm not too interested in paying too much attention to that. But what it like, are there good trainers? Are there bad trainers? What, what's this whole industry like? Is it, is it, is it, you know, everybody's looking to add value? What, what's your opinion and what have you seen since you've been in this, uh, in this game? Yeah, so, I mean, I know most people who are involved in this game. I mean, I get together and catch up with the most recognized names all the time. I'm with a whole bunch of them in a couple of weeks. Most people will know exactly who I'm talking about. It's the main players involved in property. And I think, as a whole, we're all generally trying to do good and help people. I don't think anybody, and I'm sure there is a few, I don't think anybody's out there to rip people off. If they are, they deserve to be outed and more importantly, be put out of business, you know? But if you're doing things with the right ethics, generally want to support people and help people. And a lot of people don't understand this and, and see that if I can educate and train and teach people and my principles that clearly work, that's going to help them create wealth for themselves. Quicker. I've also trained potential, exactly, but I've also trained potential business partners to go on and do lots of stuff. Hence why we do, I mean, I've lost count of the joint ventures and whether it's us lending my trainees, my clients money, or them coming in on deals or they bringing deals to us, it's the perfect business model. Now, all education is good. There's some that's better than others. 
my take on someone who's thinking about education is just find someone that you resonate with. And if it's you guys, then freaking awesome. If it's someone else, then let it be that person. You know, there's enough to go around and the best trainers with the right ethics, with the right support of getting results for their clients, they'll be around for a long time. They'll have longevity in their business and they'll have a lot of people, you know, shouting and raving about the success they've had. But here's the thing, no trainer has a magic pill. The, the, the magic pill is you applying the knowledge. You know, I have a disclaimer every one of my presentations, and that is this information will not make you rich. It's only if you apply it. Absolutely. And that's the key. You as an individual must apply. And if you go and apply it once and, you, and it doesn't work, does that mean it doesn't work? No. It's, it's like you don't have overnight success. You look at people who have had overnight success, <laughs> that overnight success was more like five, six, ten plus years, you know. So um, there's no argument that wealth beyond your wildest dreams can be made through property. I know no other vehicle that comes close. And if you've got the right mentors, the right people to guide you, you're only going to create, uh, you know, whatever wealth means to you. you know, replace your full-time income. Make two to five thousand pounds a month to make six figures to make seven figures you know whatever it is for you that's what it's all about and and property can do all of those things but find someone you resonate with and and, and get to work yeah absolutely i totally agree i totally agree because uh, that's why we don't mind having people who we know um, We're or, also or, trainers. Yeah, trainers. Doesn't make we don't any, care. Doesn't make any difference to me, like you say. Don't we, compete. Collaborate is our motto. And it's like it. we do the right thing for the right reasons. We add enough value to people. You know, they'll find the right people will find us. The right people will find you. The right people will find everyone else. You know, some people might come across some people who, you know, it doesn't work out. I mean, people spend a lot of money on training because here's here's the difference. Yeah, you know. What what do let's define education? I think education sometimes is actually just information being passed across. And my experience, I can't talk for anyone else, but my experience is information alone is not enough. You know, there's a there's a transformation that has to happen because if you, the person, was gonna do that anyway, then you would already be doing it. You know, so yes, yes, we need information. I'm not saying don't we don't need information, and we absolutely do need it. It's very important. But the real stuff is like who you are. Like you say, the, the pill is applying it. And that can only come from who you are. You know, so that, I know that's what is our absolute key. Yes, information is important. You've got to transfer that information. But transforming the people to become someone greater than they are. That's my, When I ever invest in training, that's what I'm looking for. You know, yeah, I want the info. But let's face it, the info is everywhere. Look, the info is on here. And we're going to give you some rapid fire uh, answers right now because information is not hard to find transforming to be become someone bigger than you currently are to be able to apply the information that's the difference because the information is the same and that's yeah. why someone can sit in a room and receive the exact same information and one person fly and the other people say oh this doesn't work you know so, so that's kind of you know I think we're in agreement on that so let's quick fire some answers so there's a good one here so somebody's asked, um, would you say development slash new builds is a good strategy, especially with the recession imminent? In 2008, the builders were the first to lose their jobs. 
I actually was a builder yeah, who lost a job in that, in, that, in that recession. So I get that. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah the, the problem back then is people were buying land um, at astronomical prices, you know, and my developments, so we, we've got, you know, we've got one development that's 55 million GDV, gross development value. You know, there's two and a half thousand residential units and a whole bunch of commercial side to it as well. We've got right down to 10 units. So we're still developing and we're not concerned. Why? Because first and foremost, we've bought the land at the right price, not an inflated price. And two, our valuations were done conservatively, uh, not based on inflated valuations and what you're seeing in today's market. So again, it all goes down to due diligence. Anybody pre-2008, let's just face it, they were so fucking stupid, it was frightening when it came to what they would place in offers, you know? And that's me just being as polite as I can get. That was just, it was just stupidity. Yeah. I don't think anything else to add on that. Let's quick fire this. I love that. So, and then somebody else put- What's um, the best strategy to use in a recession? That's come up a few times. Well, yeah, this could yeah. be a lot of things though. So, I mean, strategy wise, like Paul was saying before, I think make sure that you've got something that is a hold strategy, but like diversify, you can do a bit of both. Just due diligence is always the case. And I completely agree that you make your money when you buy. So as long as you're not buying stupidly and for you know inflated pricing and you're adding value, which is going to be valued correctly, when you're trying to sell it, but also make sure you have multiple exits. We have we have at least three exits on any deal we do, any deal, so that we know, should we not be able to sell it, it will switch into this or it will switch into this. Like there's always a different out for us. And don't be, don't don't be, be, afra don't be afraid to change. I mean, we have changed at late stages yeah. as well. Like even halfway through projects, we've changed our mind. Like we were flipping one, then we ch we've changed our mind to HMO and then we changed our mind back back to the flip yeah so so like don't be afraid to change i mean that might sound crazy to some but, people yeah because we were watching fit, the market in that area so yeah, exactly you know, but that's the thing people go oh no this is how i started it and you know i'm, I'm being careful and i need certainty and you know all that stuff yeah. it's, it's like you got to do it's not about what you want it's about what's the what's the market going to say what's the business result what's the end result it's like it's like when you train people you can't just train them what you want to know like, yeah, or you exactly. want them to know you got to train them what they need you know, so, so in the market and in your deal, it's you got to don't be afraid to change because you got to do what's needed in that situation. Any, anything to add on that, Paul? Or what's the best strategy for yeah. the recession? But well, if there's a recession and it's and that's the best thing to build your portfolio because you're picking up property at the right price. You know, it's the best time to to build that portfolio. Um, and I would also suggest property trading where you source deals and sell them on to other investors, preferred investors and so forth, because that's going to be strong cash flow. I mean, during the last recession, there was still plenty of estate agents selling property. There's still plenty of people buying property. You know, uh, there's this illusion that everything stops. It doesn't. The world still goes on. Those who are affected are those who did not have the right principles. The, the properties that I've just sold over the last six months that have went way over market value, those people will be affected, unfortunately. You know? And those who keep sound business principles, 
and have the whole mindset of you make money when you buy, those will be those people will be perfectly fine. You know, so build your portfolio, trade property, and have the right cash flow and strategies. I know you guys teach a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buying. You know, buying in times where, you know, other people are running. It's it's like um uh, this other question. Rent. Someone's asked rent to rent. Is this real? Is this a scam? Does rent to rent work, work, or is it a scam? That was another question we had. So, what, what do you think about rent to rent? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, it definitely, it definitely it does work. The, it's not. It's not a scam. You know, it definitely does work. So, to answer your question bluntly, it definitely works. But, what's your thoughts on it, Paul? Yeah, I don't mind the strategy, but many people are not doing it in the right manner. And what I mean by that is that uh, if the lender doesn't give you the consent to do a sublet contract, there's too many people just going ahead and doing that anyway. And let's say they do it with the whole Airbnb stuff and do short-term lets. And there's a neighbor that complains and they look into that and they find out that, wait a minute, have they got the permission to do short-term lets? Um, and they'll find out and do the digging on the lender, and the lender has not given the permission to do a sublet, they can still get consent to let, but not a sublet, then that is deep shit for every single person involved, you know? So you, you've got to really be careful with that strategy. Done right, you can make a lot of money, and um, you, you've got to go in there with the right business mind to have longevity in that strategy. But, but what do you I, think? I've got a strong well, opinion on, on, on rent rent. No, because I, I don't want to forget. Yeah, so like, because I, I get it, and I know a lot of people making money. And there's a lot of people in our tribe who make who make it uh, a lot of money, and there's people who who are making a lot of money who can share all of the you know expertise and, and all the strategies on what it is that they're doing. I, I just think most of the time people go into that because they think I don't have any money, so this is the one I go into. But, but what from what I can see, you still got to put the work in and you still need money if you're going to create a gap between what you're paying the guaranteed rent and what then you're going to need rent to rent it out as, you know, like a finished product, like a done up product. So you still need money. And then that cash flow has got to either pay that money back or pay you the money back in some way. And then you don't own it at the end of the day either. So, so it's like it definitely works. It definitely creates cash. But... I just can't see. I'll be, I'll be honest. Like people, the in, it's not pe wealth, people it? in the cash. tribe, people in the tribe are doing rent to rent very successfully, and it's working really well for them. I personally don't do rent to rent. My opinion is just like Mark was saying. I want to own it. If I'm going to put all the work in, it's not about it. I, I, I want to about own it, it at but, the but, end. But it's it's wanna... about wealth. Yeah, but it generates but, a, a, I, generates cash yeah. if you do it properly. But then your cash still needs to be paid back if you're borrowing it out uh, of the cash flow. Because you've got to put money in it to, to, exactly. to make it a, a better, Whatever you want a to more make viable it product, it. right? And like, uh, literally, by the way, the best HMO officer in the UK is currently commenting away because he's amazing. And he's just saying, which is quite right, with rent to rent, you've got to be careful because it opens you up to a heap load of enforcement, which he said, believe me, I know. Tenancy agreements are very tenacious, men's tenancy. What's he saying? Yeah, so what like, I'm saying is you can, still, tenants, yeah, but you can still make some money. You know, you can still make a lot of Absolutely. cash. And I know people who are making if a lot of properly. cash. And I made a lot of cash. Yeah, if you do it properly. But I'm just saying, I think the people, 
most people, they think they're going to go into it because they don't have to buy a house, they don't have to get mortgages, and they don't have to raise money. Yeah. You know, okay, you don't have to buy the house, you don't have to raise money from a bank, but, you know, you've got to raise money and you still got the rest of it happening. Yeah. So it's like... And you want to be good at negotiating with, you know, the current landlord because, again, if I was to do one, I would want it over a longer period so that I can have, you know, a reasonable I mean, income from it. Like, I wouldn't want to sign up to one for two, three years because for me, you know, that just wouldn't be worthwhile if I'm going to invest in the property to add value to it, force the appreciation and obviously create a cash flow asset. Then the landlord is essentially getting you to do the job for them and then they take it back at the end of the two, three years. So I would want a much, much longer term. But then if you're going to do that anyway and get like a five to ten year term, why not just do it on a lease option, just purchase it on a lease option? then you know they can walk away give them some kind of an income you get an income but then you're going to own the asset at the end of it at a good buy price because you've agreed it you know five ten years prior in my opinion so, so listen we've got three listen, minutes the key thing is here is the, yeah the, so i just gonna say we've got three minutes before our mastermind paul okay, so okay, uh, okay, let, okay. let's let's quick quick fire your answer yeah quick fire your answer and then and then we'll wrap it up for the guys Yes, I, 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 there's many other strategies that people should look at and consider before rent to rent. Money can be made, but there's there's better ways. Yeah, I, I think That's so too. That's my political reform. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but because I think so too. You know, for people who want to do that and are doing it, fine, that's great. Um, just don't think there's much exit kind of value on it. Obviously, there's so many other strategies that you can do that, make the same amount of money, if not more. And if you and have you the right, you got the wealth as well. If you have the right coaching training around you, they can teach you to do the more hold strategies where you can own the asset as well. Um, if you, you know, want to do that, the where I've seen it and where people are using it in our tribe is they use it so they can leave their job. Yeah, yeah so it's quick, 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 which and is, then which is fine, yeah. which is fine, and then you want to get into more serious. But we've had people who were doing it, they came into our stuff, and then they quickly switched to buying, and you know, and they're smashing. So, hey, listen, there's a mastermind right now for you guys. So you are not got much of a break. Eight o'clock. So all you real life tribe members, make sure you log on to that. You will have their link in your email. Paul, Paul's going to come on that for the next two hours. No, Paul, Paul <laughs> absolute pleasure. Great to spend some more time uh, speaking to you. Uh, I'm sure we'll see each other and interact with each other, you know, again at some point very soon. So thank you so much for coming sharing your knowledge and your expertise on here. Much appreciated. Uh, adding value to people you know this is online so feel free to share this video so you know all your people can see it or whoever needs to see that yeah great stuff i'll do that thanks for having me um awesome had great fun so let's do it again appreciate it yeah awesome. absolutely thank you very much paul lovely to speak to you paul you're amazing okay.